I'm your host, Rabbi Linda Schreiner Khan, and welcome to Tehillah Talks, where teens engage in honest conversation with their rabbi about what it means to be Jewish in the world today. Welcome to Tehillah Talks. And this morning, I especially am welcoming uh, Roma, who is the first time on the podcast, and Bernie. And we are in the new year of 5782. And uh, it's been a while since we've done one of these. And the last conversation was all about COVID. And it might enter into the conversation, but that's not my objective for this morning. I'd like to riff a little bit about this week's Torah portion, which was about a 75-year-old man, namely Abram, being told to get up and go to a brand new place. And not only does he go to a brand new place, once he gets there, there's a famine and he goes to another place. And later on in the, in the portion, he go, he's off fighting wars. This man is busy. So the question that sort of comes to mind as I think about Abram's journey is what does it mean, first of all, to get up and go to a brand new place, to change where you've been to something else? And uh, you've just both started new school years. Yep. So with that in mind, has this school year, the start of this year been different from previous years? Uh, I mean, I would say... It definitely has been for a few reasons. I know you said you didn't want to focus on on COVID, obviously, but well, but it's but it's there. It's very much there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, this year compared to last year was like a big adjustment, I'd say, like being full time in person and you know, teachers kind of going back to hundred percent work capacity and everything. Definitely took some adjusting at the beginning of the year. And then also I'd say this is my junior year. So it's just kind of a new it's different. I'm an upperclassman and there has been more work I'd say than before. And then also starting the college process. Like I just had my PSAT this past week. So that's also very interesting uh, and different from my past school experience. Roma? I think it's been different because I saw a lot of the people that I hadn't seen since eighth grade because they weren't in the building. And we've been transitioning to more not using technology as much in our learning which is different because we've been using it for so long. So that was for the whole of last year. It was, was all technology. So I'm going to go back to a 75-year-old man <laughs> uh, starting something new, and you are considerably younger. Would you say that this change was stressful, smooth? And if it was stressful, what tools did you use to get yourself through it? Because I think we all, you know, change happens to all of us and we'll take our advice wherever we can get it. Uh. I mean, I would say I'm still in the transition. (laughs) Like I'm still getting used to this year and I'm still just, you know, figuring out how to get everything done that I need to get done and, and with the amount of time that I have. And there's definitely some stress involved. I won't lie. <laughs> but I don't know. What was your question exactly? I, to be honest, I kind of... If you discovered, oh, if I only do it this way, mm-hmm. it's going to be easier. I've discovered in this, this uh, school started over a month ago, right? Right. So you've had a month to sort of get your feet wet. That's really all it's been, get your feet wet. And what happens in that process are tools emerging. 
it's not necessarily like this is the one I'm going to depend on all year, but for the moment, this is what I'm going to use to get me through this time of transition. Mm-hmm. Anything that's come up for you, Roma, that you think, ah, or is it going back to what was before in the way of working? Yeah. It's sort of, you have to transition to what it used to be because we've been stuck in this cycle for so long and we have to like learn how to go back to what we used to have kind of. So that's an interesting question to me is have think is it back to the way it used to be fully or is it different in some way? Is there some different piece of knowledge or insight? that you may have that says, oh, wait, yes, in this process of being, using technology, I now know that I can fill in the blank, you know. I know I'm asking a really hard question for you to think of on your feet, but in a way, what has this year of depending on technology taught us about ourselves? Forget about the technology, but about how we operate as individuals, right? I go back to Abram. He made one big change and then he seemed more adept at handling change. I'm not saying he always made the right choices. I'm not talking about that at all, but just more adept at handling change. Mm. So that's what I'm asking. Has something in the, it's like, I'll give you an image and, and it'll make you, might make you laugh. It might not. But I still remember when one of our children started high school, the uh, advice we got was don't get upset if your child ha- is having a snack, petting the cat on the computer and has their phone going and music going at the same time. <laughs> that does not mean that, that they're not working. Right. right. The way in which we work has changed. And I guess I'm asking how that, being specific, how has that changed for you? Well, I've I've been noticing a lot, like how important it is to, like really actually like eliminate distractions when I'm working. Like last year, I mean, everyone always says like you should not have your phone with you when you're working because it's distracting. And you know, once you like just look down, then you're distracted, and it takes like a minute to get back into the zone or whatever. Especially last year was hard to do that since we were relying on on that and like also on the computer getting notifications and everything but something this year I've had to be a lot more efficient with my work and I've been noticing recently like if I really take the time to eliminate those distractions then I can get a lot more done with the time that I have do you find that maybe you know moving to a different location is helpful for instance um no I I stay here but I uh, like put my phone somewhere else and I like don't have any notifications on, on my computer. So that doesn't distract me and stuff like that. Roma? Um, I would say it's still hard with all the distractions and everything because I like try not to go on my phone while I'm doing my work and I try to focus. But obviously when your phone is going off and you hear it ring, you have the temptation to go grab it. So it um, sort of interrupts your work cycle. Are teachers imposing more deadlines on you? Do you know what I mean? Is, it, is, is Are you being feeling more deadline-driven this year? I would say, I think for me, a lot of my teachers are being a bit less de- deadline-driven. Like, honestly, because a lot of my classes now are with juniors and seniors. So they have a bit more, like, trust in us that we'll get it done by, like, when we possibly can get it done. <laughs> so that's more, like, on you, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is more on us having to like budget our time better and 
organize things however we need to. But they have been more lenient with like deadlines and stuff like that. And Roma, you're in, in that in that training stage where they're still trying to train you to to get the deadlines, right? Yeah. I'm just gonna say that there isn't one way to deal with deadlines. <laughs> As human beings, we all deal with them a little differently. In our family, we have uh, those of us who work really well when we have a very specific deadline, we get it done. And there are others of us who are, they have it done like two weeks out, which is unfathomable to me personally. I, how, how can you do that? But where you both are right now is that place of beginning to figure that out. Mm-hmm. The other piece of all of this is that is change in and of itself a good thing is my other question as a big question, you know, change is inevitable, but is it in and of itself a good thing? And how, and it's, so think about this, is it in and of itself a good thing? And how do we make it a positive and not just, well, I didn't like what I was doing before. So, you know, uh, I think now I'm going to dye my hair purple because I just want to have a different look, right? I mean, not negating dyeing your hair purple because you want a different look. Maybe it's because you want to feel a different way, which is different than a different look. But what, when is change just for change? And when is change for a purpose? And does it matter? Am I, I hope I'm making some kind of sense here. Yeah, well, I definitely think there's a difference between change that we can control and change that we bring about and change that we don't control. And... That's a really good way of defining it. <laughs> I think there's there's definitely, I mean, the change that we don't control is a lot scarier. Like, we don't know what's really going to come of it. We don't know what the outcome will be. But it it definitely can have positive effects. And in the long term, I mean, I'm thinking of a couple different things. So let me just try to get my thoughts out. First of all, <laughs> this past summer, I read um, Parable of the Sower by Octavia Butler. I don't know if any of you guys have read it or anyone listening has read it, but the main character kind of creates this religion around change being like the governing, I guess, like God of the universe because it's just inevitable. It always happens. And it's really interesting about that. I I guess the way she looks at it is a little different from what you're saying, Rabbi. Like change is like the constant in the universe. I would agree with that. Yeah. I would totally agree with that. <laughs> yeah. I, it, a lot of what she says is just kind of like true. But so I'm thinking of that a lot. And then I'm also thinking about one of the classes I'm taking is about American radicalism. And we've been talking a lot about how radical movements in the past, a lot of them don't seem so radical anymore because they've become mainstream and like what we all believe. So in that sense, change that seems big and scary at the time, you look 100, 200 years down the line, it might seem completely normal. So it's going back to your original question of like, is change good? It's hard to say right now because we'll have to see what the effects are like a long time down the line. What I read that you don't know if something's good until you look at it 20 years later. (laughs) And that's hard. It's not so hard for somebody at my stage, but I think it's probably harder for somebody at your stage to have that kind of patience. Roma, your thoughts on this? I think it could go both ways. Change can be negative all the time, but it could also be positive. Something that reminds me of change is like when someone has to move, the negative change is that like they have to leave behind their friends. They have to leave behind the town that they know. But the new change, the positive 
side of it is like making new friends, being in a new place, finding new activities you like and stuff like that. So I think after a while, the change can become positive. But beforehand, like when you're transitioning in the move, um, it would be like negative. And I think that's that's the key. I think you've really hit on it is that moment of transition. That's the most difficult mm-hmm. change. Change is upon us at all times. So dyeing my hair is when I want to take control of the change. Right. Because it's my choice. And then there's the change that happens because something's going on in the world and I have to adjust. And so the adjustment is put upon me, but how I adjust is up to me. Right. So Roma is positing a person who is, yes, it's tough to leave what you know, but is a, has a positive attitude and says, okay, I'm going to figure out how to make the best of this, which is also taking control, mm. right? right? And I think that we're in this place now where we're assailed by a lot of change and how do we, how do we own it? I, I'm going back to this word of tools. You know, I know for me, dealing with the change of having to do services online for over a year. (laughs) I'm tired of it, (laughs) but I will tell you that whenever I'm in person, it's draining in a whole new way. I feel like I have to relearn, relearn skills that I had. And I'm trying to think of what tools I need in order to relearn those skills. Right. So that's what I'm asking also about. We're in this moment where Things are sort of kind of in a way going back, but not completely. So what, how do we keep going? It's not, it's not just you, it's all of us, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just you, but what, what do you, what do you lean on? Roma, do you want to go first? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm asking. I mean, I, I, you know, I lean on my family. I am yeah. on the phone with a lot of people. You now we don't have a dog. We don't have any animals. If I had a dog, that dog would be like a major friend at this moment, right? And I see that among members of the community who have dogs uh, or cats or any other kind of animal. So what, I think you both are cat owners, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. So that's what I'm asking. What are, what are you using to keep you going through this time where change is, seems to be happening at a much more rapid pace than earlier in your life? It's just like, boom, 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 boom. I got to adjust. I got to adjust. I got to adjust. Right. What keeps you going? I think I could say I lean on like talking with my friends and, you know, talking all of that change over with them. It's really nice to know that like we're all in the same place. We're all really tired. We're all really like not really sure what's coming next. It's definitely nice to have that like group, I guess, feeling and to know that it's not just you, like you just said, it's not just me. It's not, it's everyone is going through this. And especially people like at the same school who are like pretty much the same situation. It's good to know that like we're all confused about the same things and all that. Roma? I agree that um, like having friends as a resource because you know that we're all going through this and family there. And yeah. Do you think this is going to make you stronger adults? That's a really good question. <laughs> well, what, what, you know, if I know it's hard to project oneself into the future, but do you think it'll make you stronger, more adaptable adults? I think it, I mean, I think it, it definitely changes how we think about things going forward. Like we will always have this in our heads and I think it's going to change 
our generation's way of of thinking about these kinds of big changes a lot. Like, there's not really anything comparable, I don't think, like going a long time back. Yeah, I I think it'll, will it make us better? I, I think it'll make us more comfortable being able to pivot like this. I think it'll make us a little less stubborn about changing the way we, that we do things, which is, I think actually is probably a positive thing now that I think about it. Being able to seeing a bad process or something that can be better and just being willing to change it instead of saying, that's, this is how we've always done it. We don't want to change that. Of course, that can go too far also, <laughs> not that I'm thinking about that. And there could be a lot of bad things that could happen too. But I think in general, it will be a positive thing, being able to pivot. Rama, what do you think about your pivot skills? I think that this could be positive in the future because knowing that we've been able to make it through this and overcome so much, it can help us be able to overcome obstacles in the future. So, I mean, you know, if even us us ancient ones over here can figure out how to how to turn this into a yes and situation, into a pivot, and hopefully that you are surrounded by elders who have been able to pivot. That's the other piece. It's you know, I think that that you are both blessed uh, to be in situations where you are surrounded by people who have that skill set. Not everybody does. But once you have it, I'm going to say this, I think it's yours. Once you've been through it, you have it. You, you realize I am able to pivot. I can I can weather this. I've weathered that. I can weather this. And I can even, even, even come up with a solution. I think that's really quite true. And quite possible. So I'm going to go um, into a, an interesting book that I've just started reading. You're going to hear more influences on that in, in the next podcast. I'm reading a book about uh, female heroes, and it's debunking the mythology of male heroes of uh, written by, and I, I don't know that you've had to suffer with that as much as my generation did of um, the hero's journey, et cetera, et cetera. But this book takes on the woman's perspective. So beware, it's coming <laughs> as, I, as I dive into this book by a, a female scholar, I believe out of Harvard. And uh, so that's what's coming down the road is, ha- is a female perspective on things. So Bernie, get ready uh, <laughs> <laughs> to be challenged. And I think you know, here we are. It's 5782. We're in a new year. I'm going to just say something about in terms of pivoting and change. Columbus Day, Indigenous Peoples Day. Mm-hmm. How long have we had those two titles for that day? Not very long. Right. And it's beginning to stick. Yeah. It's beginning to stick. So I'm going to put that out as an example of change. It's not, it's not complete. It's not whole, but it's giving us another way of looking at something. Mm-hmm. And that's what change is about. It's this other perspective. Abram is told two things. He's told, A, I'm going to make of you a great nation. And B, it won't be so easy. Right. And now, dear man, it's up to you to figure it out and manage that. It's like, <laughs> let me give you this tray of stuff. And now you've got to work it out. And that's exactly what all of us are going through in this moment in history, in time. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff. We've got the, 
the skills, the good stuff. And then we've got the difficulty and the challenges. And, um, and it's up to us to make the change possible. So if you have any closing thoughts for today, I'd welcome them. And we probably will do one of these fairly soon again and not wait quite so long. So Roma, any hmm. thoughts uh, on your first podcast? Um, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Just a smile. <laughs> you all can't see her smile, but it's, it's, a, it's a robust smile. <laughs> Bernie? Yeah, I mean, talking about all this, like getting used to change and getting used to pivoting. Yeah, we need to talk about it. <laughs> I think it's it's important. We've had to do it a lot and I don't think it's going to just stop going forward. I mean, obviously, I, we all thought COVID was going to be kind of over by now, but clearly there's still remnants and there's going to be for a long time. So we're going to have more adapting to do, more changing to do. So yeah, we're going to have to be able to pivot easily. <laughs> I think that's really important. I know that my, my original metaphor was, was Noah in the ark. And then when it got, was lo- longer than the 40 days of rain, I said, well, well, he was really in the ark a lot longer than that. Right. And then when it went past that time, I went, okay, this metaphor no longer quite works. Right. The only thing about that metaphor that works is that once he got out of the ark, he had a whole new world to deal with. And that's what we're dealing with is a whole new world of that is not what was before. And going back is never an option. So with this idea of always going forward, I thank you both for joining me this morning at, uh, for this episode of Tehillah Talks. And there's much more to come this year. Thank you both. Thank you, Roma. Thank you, Bernie. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time to listen to Tehillah Talks. For more information about Tehillah, go to congregationtehillah.org. Tune in next time when our teens continue to reflect on issues of the day through a Jewish lens.